Hey everybody, welcome to uh, Here's the Deal with Rick Countryman. Glad that you're uh, joining me here today. Uh, I know many of you watch on Facebook. Some of you are watching live right now. Some of you will watch this on Facebook after it's uh, posted. But I also know that a whole bunch of you have downloaded the podcast. And so I'm just really thankful that whether you're watching this or listening to this, that you join me. Make sure you tell your friends about this. Get the word out there. And uh, if, you're wa- if you're listening to this on the podcast, the best thing to do is just tell your friends about it. Say, hey man, you got to download Pastor Rick's Here's the Deal podcast. Or leave a review and rate it. And believe it or not, uh, the more reviews and ratings it gets, it really helps get uh, the word out there. And, and all you have to do is go to you know, Apple Podcasts, hit that little purple app on your phone or uh, your desktop or whatever. And then in the search bar, just put in, here's a deal with Rick Countryman and it'll come up and then just hit follow. And every time one of these drops, which is usually every Wednesday, uh, you'll have it with you. And if you're watching via Facebook, make sure you share this um, with your friends, okay? Let them know uh, that it's out there. The whole point of the broadcast or the podcast is just to talk about theological things. Uh, obviously, it's Christmas, and so I'm talking about some Christmas-themed stuff. Uh, last week was really great. I got a lot of comments about the wise men and the three gifts that they brought, you know, the gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And I challenged you maybe to make your Christmas different by using those three gifts as gifts that you would give to your kids or your parents or your, you know, grandkids or whatever. And they, they have weighty meaning to them. It's something that we've done here in my family for a lot of years. If you didn't listen to it, it's last week's uh, podcast or broadcast. I, I recommend you listen to it. You may not be able to do anything about your Christmas this year, but I'll tell you, if you listen to it and re-listen to it and listen to it again and sit down with your spouse or whoever, I want you to know something and you implement it next year, it, it'll, change, it'll change your Christmas. It really will. So I, I want to remind everybody that uh, next year in February, February uh, uh, 10th and 11th, uh, there is a ch- I'm leading a Choose Wisely conference at Big Valley Grace Community Church in Modesto, California. It's uh, a Friday night and a Saturday. There'll be three general sessions that I'll speak at two of them. Pastor Scott Miller, who is, uh, was a pastor at Big Valley Grace for a long time, who's now retired, I'm flying him back in, him and his wife. He'll also uh, speak in one of the general uh, sessions. And then we have a number of breakout sessions that are going to be really great. We're going to separate the guys and the gals and just get real and honest and nitty gritty stuff in those um, breakout sessions. That, it's 20 bucks. It includes lunch on Saturday and uh, we'll have great music be a lot of gonna be a lot of great things that are gonna happen and so if you live in the Modesto area or even if you live outside the Modesto area I guarantee it'd be a great great uh, weekend for you if you're a single person 
who wants to be married in the future. Maybe you're engaged to be married. Maybe you want to be remarried. You've been through a divorce. This is a conference you're going you're gonna to want to be at. 20 bucks is nothing. Invest 20 bucks in your spiritual life, and I guarantee you um, it'll be well worth it. If you're a college student, you definitely need to be there. I know you may not be thinking about marriage in the future, you know, in the near future, but you're going to get married probably, and you need to be there. I I want you to know something. It'll be really great for college-age students and probably even for maybe seniors in high school. I think think seniors in high school need to have to get some of this information in their mind, what the scriptures say. And so anyway, it's coming. You're going to hear me talk about it more and more. You're going to see stuff on Facebook and whatever. Um, to register, all you have to do is go to uh, bigvalleygrace.org backslash choose wisely, and you can register right there and uh, tell your friends about it. And we'd love to, uh, uh, man, I'm just going to know something. It's just going to be a really great time of kicking back, fellowshipping, hanging out with others, and but also learning what the Word of God says and getting some great, great data in, in your minds. So make sure that you're uh, a part of that, telling your friends about it, and get registered, okay? Uh, so today, on today's uh, broadcast, podcast, um, I want to just continue on the Christmas theme. And um, one of the things that happens this time of year is that with all the stuff going on, we, we just forget about what this season really is all about. And, um, you know, in my home where I, where I film this and, you know, uh, tape this, my home has a beautiful tree in it. In fact, it has two trees that are really nicely decorated. Uh, lights are up in my, uh, up around the outside of my house. I have a beautiful wreath on my door that someone uh, in our church gives me every year. It's really beautiful. Uh, we have a number of uh, decorations around our, our house. We have, I don't know, I think three nativity scenes that are up. Our house is really, really beautiful. And nothing wrong with that. But what can happen is, is that when we're decorating and we see all of the stuff, we can forget, you know, what it is we're celebrating, Okay. I can't tell you that Jesus was born on December 25th. Nobody knows that, okay? Nobody knows when he was born, okay? What we celebrate this time of year is the fact that he was born, is that Jesus did come, the incarnation happened, that the second person of the Holy Trinity leaves the glory of heaven and comes to, to planet Earth. But what I have found a, a little sad, especially in the American church, is that a lot of believers have no clue what what the story is really all about. And the only way you can understand the story of Christmas is you got to go all the way back to the first book of the Bible, the book of Genesis, and you get to chapter 3, and chapter 3 is this cataclysmic moment that takes place. It's a real moment. It actually happened. God created the first two human beings, Adam and Eve, and basically, just to keep this podcast short, Adam disobeys God and sins. He, God told him not to eat of a particular tree in the garden, and he did it anyway. He made a decision. He used his free will in a really crummy way. 
He, he chose to sin, and when Adam sinned, it brought sin into the equation of life. Everything from Genesis chapter 3 on is literally a story of how much God loves us and was going to send us a Messiah. In fact, from Genesis 3 on, basically every single one of those books in the Old Testament, all 39 of those books, all talk about the fact that Jesus is going to come. The Messiah is going to come. The Savior is going to come. Now, obviously, they didn't know that his name was Jesus. But for 39 books, every book in the Old Testament, God says, because of what took place in Genesis 3, I'm going to send you a Savior. I'm going to send you the Messiah. That's what the Old Testament is about. It's about the fact that Jesus is coming. Well, you get to the New Testament and, you know, the one famous verse, if you will, of um, this season is the, you know, today in the town of David, a Savior has been born for you. I mean, that's the most famous verse, right? It's on all of our, our, our Hallmark cards, right? It's the most famous verse that there is. And, you know, this time of year, today in the town of David, a Savior has been born for you. Okay, but what's that about? Okay, what's the Savior about? Well, I wrote out a whole bunch of things. I've got about 20, 25 things. Obviously, I'm not going to share them all with you. But I'm going to share with you three today, okay? Why did Jesus come? And the first one is, is to destroy the, the devil and, and his works. In fact, 1 John chapter 1 and verse 3 gives us a really interesting bit of information about Jesus. It says that Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. That's what it says. The reason why Jesus was born in that little town called Bethlehem, he's born in that manger, the reason why we got all our trees and lights and nativity scenes up was the fact that Jesus came, and the reason he came was to destroy the works of the devil. Well, what is the work of the devil? You go all the way back to Genesis chapter 3. The work of the devil is when he deceived Adam and Eve into disobeying God. And so here we have this, um, this baby who was born, and according to 1 John chapter 1 and verse 3, he came to destroy the works of the devil. And so when you look at your tree, when you look at the lights outside of your house, when you look at that baby inside your nativity scene, I want you to remember it's all about Jesus, the Messiah, who came to destroy the works of the devil. And the work of the devil is found in Genesis chapter 3. You understand why understanding Genesis 3 is so important? Otherwise, what does 1 John chapter 1 mean? And so that's the first thing I want you to think about. I'll give you a, give you a second thing, okay? And that is he came to... to, uh, to save you and I, came to save sinners. Because of what happened in Genesis chapter 3, sin entered into the equation of life. When Adam sinned, it, it, uh, his legacy is, is we have what is called an Adamic nature, an old nature, the old man. We're all sinful people. And Jesus came to save sinners. In fact, Jesus actually says in Luke chapter 19 that he came to seek and to save the lost. He came to seek 
and to save everyone because we're all lost because of what happened in Genesis chapter 3. And so when you look at your tree and the lights and all the stuff and you have your family over and you're enjoying this incredible time of year, I want you to remember what it's about. It's about the fact that in Genesis 3, sin entered into the equation of life and that God loved us so much that he sent his son to destroy the works of the devil. And the second thing is he came to seek and to save that which is lost. And that's you and I, right? And I'll give you one more, okay? The third thing, and I don't know which one I want to do. How about, uh, how about this one? Not only did he come to destroy the works of the devil, not only did he come to seek and to save the lost, that's us, right, you and I, but he, he, he came to bring joy. That baby born in that little town called Bethlehem came to bring joy. In fact, in Luke chapter 2, what do the angels say? Hey, I bring you some good news. Great of great joy, a Savior has been born for you. And this time of year is a time of great joy, not because you might be with family or friends. You, you, you might be alone right now. You may be sitting in your apartment or your home and you're all alone, but it's still a time of great joy. Why? Because in Genesis 3, sin entered the equation of life. You were a sinner. But as I've already shared with you, Jesus came to destroy the work of the devil. He came to seek and to save the lost, which is you. And if that doesn't bring you joy, man, I don't know what will. I don't know what can. I mean, this is a season where no matter what the circumstances of your life are, if you're a Christian, there ought to be a lot of joy in your heart, in your mind, flowing out of, you know, your life. And I know that, man, uh, COVID has been all crazy. And man, last year, a lot of you weren't able to be with your family and, and friends, and you made that decision. Um, our governor just came out in my state in California and said, you know, you got to put your mask on again. And, and, and I know many of you will do exactly what, what, what the governor says. And, and I honor you for, for that. Um, and it's another bummer. It, it really is a, a, a bummer. I haven't seen my own sister in about a year because of, of this. She lives in, uh, in another city. And for the first time, I'm going to see her this Christmas. Uh, and, and I'm really excited about it. And that brings me joy. But here's the thing. Even if I was all alone, even if I was holed up in my house and I couldn't be around anybody, I want you to know we as believers have a lot to be joyful about. And so... You're walking around your house, apartment, you have a tree up. I don't care how big, small it is. You got a little nativity scene up, got some wreath out in front of your home. I don't care what it is. May those things remind you of the fact that Jesus came, was born in that little town. We celebrate the fact the Savior came to destroy the works of the devil. He came to seek and to save the lost, and he came that you and I would have a reason for real joy. He brought joy. And, um, Anyway, don't forget to go to bvg.org and sign up for the Choose Wisely conference. Don't forget...
to like this, share this, download it, go and get the podcast and all that kind of stuff, okay? And we'll see you next Wednesday. Blessings.